My name is Robert Goddard, but my friends call me God. This was not my choosing. I'm used to name-calling, as i said. I've grown used to it over the years. I'm not going to portray this as a sob story. I don't want you to feel sorry for me. Sure, I was bullied for a bit, but it was nothing that serious. You hear stories of children hanging themselves at the age of 12 because they couldn't stand being bullied any longer and saw no way out other than to put a rope around their neck. I never got bullied that much. It never got violent when I was a kid. Just the odd jibe about being overweight at least once a day. I got used to it. As I grew older and started high school, the taunting became less frequent, but it was always there. A select few, when stuck for want of anything else to do, would occupy themselves with me, if I was in the vicinity until the next period started. As I was overweight, obviously that would be the main topic of ridicule. Goddard, why are you so fat? What do you eat? Why don't you go on a diet? The main leader of the select few would then grab my bitch tits while his mates laughed. Luckily the teachers, who were probably bullies when they were at school, would turn up then. They wouldn't say anything, they wouldn't need to, it would stop then. As I grew older and my body didn't look so grossly overweight, I gained something that I never had before. Confidence. I grew confident. I left school and joined art college, where I was able to show my real self for once. I could wear what I wanted, do what I wanted, and was able to make new friends. No longer did I feel like I had to dress like everyone else so they wouldn't have something extra to mock me for. I used to walk around college with badly dyed black and blonde hair in my eyes, listening to my Walkman. My Walkman was ever familiar with the likes of the sensational Alex Harvey band, Black Sabbath, The Clash and almost anything really. I constantly wore ripped jeans and an oversized black and white stripy jumper that reminded me of the ones I'd seen Alex Harvey wear in pictures. Due to my musical influences and my array of piercings, nose, lip and ear, I was soon welcomed into a small group of kids in the alternative scene. Our group ranged from goth to punk. Our goth, reluctantly named Kevin, and got everyone to call him Nivek as it sounded a lot better than Kevin, and made him sound like he came from Poland or Russia, was forever decked out in the blackest of blacks. Long black hair fell over ludicrously skinny cheekbones which were always hidden beneath the pale makeup he wore. He was heavily influenced by the mighty Marilyn Manson. Tice, pronounced Tice, short for Matthias, was from Italy. He suffered quite a bit of taunting purely for that alone. Another black-haired Manson fan, but no amount of makeup could tarnish his tan skin. Death metal was big in Italy, and Tice was one of the college's biggest importers of Italian metal. He wasn't forever in black, but was forever in blue t-shirts with the well-known, if you're Italian maybe, Italian death metal band Bastard Saints on it. The other member of our family was Persephone, the only girl who I developed a crush on from the moment I set eyes upon her. She was a sweet girl beneath a vibrant shock of red hair. When she smiled it brought warmth to my soul, and she had kind blue eyes and was my closest friend. Even though we were still social outcasts and misfits, life at the college was relatively peaceful. It was amazing how mature some of the other kids were, even though they were only a year older than they were when they had ripped the shit out of people like us. I don't think people even noticed us, which was exactly what we wanted. We weren't your stereotypical goth teens, obsessed with hating everything, our parents, our college, our lives. We didn't self-harm. Most of us had decent backgrounds. Tice lived with his parents on the outskirts of town in a massive house. His dad worked for some big insurance firm in town and earned about 150000 a year. 
so he had a weekly allowance on top of his grant, which meant that he was usually the drinks dispenser when we went to the park on Friday afternoons. For some reason, he was the only one who the local off-license would serve. Persephone lived in a two-bedroom flat in town with her mother, who was like a 21-year-old version of her daughter. She had no known father, as her mother and she had disowned him when she was 12 years old, for reasons that Seth never went into. Nivek was the offspring of a pair of absolute tits. His father was a stereotypical homophobic factory owner, who was certain his son was gay. Makeup plus men equals homosexuality. His mother sat at a supermarket checkout counter and gossiped all day. She knew more about the lives of her fellow colleagues than her own son. 